Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I'm going to challenge you to create a type of newsletter that you can send out to your subscribers. All right, so I want to talk with you about different ideas that I had for newsletters and then what I ultimately ended up having to do after doing research, (laughs) which I should have probably done to start with. Okay, so... There's a newsletter that I use at work, and it's called S'mores, and I love it. It's easy to use. You can add all kinds of links. It's pretty. Um, They do have a free version. Now, I'm using the paid school version because I'm making my literacy newsletters on there. Well, I make a newsletter every two months, and I like this newsletter because when it pops itself out, it will show you know all of the views all of the engagement pieces so it does an analytics as well so i was thinking okay well maybe i could do a s'mores so i grabbed hold of of that i created myself a free account that would be under my gmail for my writer's name then i looked at canva and i was like well i'm already used to the canva platform and I was watching a YouTube video over the weekend, and I really like this lady. I cannot remember her name. I subscribed to her. I'll go back and find her, but um, she's in my subscribed on my Jen Lowry Writes Everyday Mom Challenge channel. Um, but she was talking about what to put in a newsletter, how often, and I just, I really liked her. Um, and she said that she used Canva for everything. And she ended up doing the paid for her debut year because she knew she was going to be using it so much. So I was like, yes, me too. Thank you. We're kindred spirits. So I was thinking, well, I know Canva. I can do Canva uh, digitally. You know, uh, I'm not the digital artist, but I can pick images and and go with it. So I was going back and forth at things. Um, The reason why I thought about Canva is that I already have a lot of things made in Canva. A lot of headers, a lot of banners, a lot of logo type stuff. That was like, well, it'd be really simple. I could just be on that platform and just upload, slide things over. Well, then I looked at MailChimp. And my friend in the past, she's an author. She used MailChimp and she only uses MailChimp to this day. She's been using it for years. 
and I have an account with MailChimp. I just never activated it or did anything with it. And um, I'm like, well, you know what? You know, people are saying MailChimp. I've heard it again. I watched another video because I'm telling you, when I research, I like my videos. Um, I like to get best-selling authors or book promoters that you can tell that they have credibility. And I research them first, and I'm looking at what they're doing. And, you know, they were recommending MailChimp as well. So I was like, okay, I can use that email service. And uh, I was going to go with it. Like, I'm like, okay, I've got my plan. And I had my journal book beside me, and I was making a list of all of these things. Because once I got started, you know, if MailChimp didn't work, then I had alternatives. Like, if I didn't like the plans on those because you know I comparison shop like crazy right so I do all of this to say I go to GoDaddy and I recognize now that GoDaddy does not partner with MailChimp you have to go through the the email marketing with GoDaddy and I'm like oh so that means that if I create my s'mores newsletter I'm not going to be able to send it out I've got to use their newsletter templates I got to use their stuff and I'm like so for right now I'm at auto renewal actually today for GoDaddy because last year at this time this is like a celebration week for me is when I signed my publishing contract and it was actually in this week that my contract was signed you know i had to create my name the pin name was chosen the jen lowry name was branded and the podcast was born so everything is kind of in this auto renewal like hurry up and get paid jennifer time <laughs> because things are going to start coming out <laughs> my bank. um but that lets me know that you know for this past year you know, I've been sitting pretty okay with this website. Well, now that I have found out that I have to use their email marketing campaign for a newsletter, now I've got to research it and see uh, what else. So I love the cu customer support at GoDaddy, and I can Google them. I can Google it first, can't find the answer. Then I'm going to email them, and I'm going to say, look, I really like this s'mores newsletter. I really like using Canva products. Can I build one, and then you guys send it out for me? They're probably going to say no. Um, everything that I was looking at looked like you had to use their templates because they have a campaign page. So I started one last night. I'm like, okay, this is my time. I'm going to do a newsletter, and you have to think about when this newsletter is going to go out. I want my newsletter to go out at the end of the month, and I'm going to tell you why. It's sentimental for me. The newsletter is going to, of course, give updates. I'm going to talk about what the content is in a minute, but it's sentimental to me because at the end of the month of April in 2018, that's when I received the news. So I think that it's all fair that I do a monthly newsletter at the end of the month just to always keep that in mind. Now, I listened to two conflicting videos yesterday. The first video said you need to do bi-weekly, I mean, bi-month, bi-weekly. Good God, you'll be sending mess everywhere. You need to do bi-monthly newsletters. And then you need to send short burst emails in between. 
to keep it in the mailbox and that if people don't want to read them it's not going to matter they can just clean it out but they will probably not unsubscribe and they'll just be sitting there so your name will still be popping up in the subject line then I watched this other lady that I just really liked. I liked her style, and she was just like, like me, just talking it out. And she was like, I do my newsletter once a month, and what I loved about her is that she said, I use this model, this model, this model, this model. Y'all, she was like, she was doing like what I do by using other authors, researching their newsletters, looking at their um, scheduling, and so she patterned it after them. And I'm like, yep, she's done a lot of research too. She was name dropping like serious. And I'm like, there you go. I feel more comfortable now. And at first, my book is not coming out until September. I can put in like the Everyday Mom Challenge one. Maybe in the middle of the month, I can do one for my non-YA um, material, like my nonfiction work. And then maybe at the end of the month, I could brand one for that because if you're on my website and you're subscribing i don't really know what you're subscribing to are you subscribing because you are a white a reader or are you subscribing because you're a bible devotional reader and so then i realized that mistake that i don't really know who i'm sending it out to so i kind of did a hodgepodge that's probably what i'll end up doing so right now i'm saying the end of the month I'm going to stick with that. If I feel led to do a middle-of-the-month one, I will. I will continue to research scheduling. And here's, here's where the whole newsletter challenge even came from. So I was updating my sites. I was updating my banners. And I wanted to put a banner on my website. Well, I couldn't figure out how to put the banner up there, but I could put the logo. So I'm up there just playing around to put the use the logo space to put my new banner that I was putting up on all my other social media sites. That way, if somebody found me, they would quickly say, oh, that's her. That's her collection of books. And um, it would be very consistent. So I'm on the GoDaddy website, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm looking around, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I've got all of these subscribers now. Then I'm like, oh, my gosh. I've got subscribers, but I've never sent them anything. That's when the challenge was born. And I knew that I had to switch gears and research. And I read blogs. I read articles. I was on YouTube looking at multiple videos. And then went out and just did it. And it took me about an hour and a half. I'm going to be honest. It usually does not take me that long to do something. But it did this time because I was learning the GoDaddy template platform. At first, I thought, y'all, seriously, I think I previewed it a thousand times. Um, because I thought the things were going away. It was just odd. I, I had to get used to it. But the more that I played around with it, then I realized that there was screens at the bottom, little buttons at the bottom where I could add content. I'm like, okay, this makes more sense to me now. Um, I did watch the tutorial video, but it didn't show me certain things. And I was like, okay, I really wish that it would have been a better tutorial. It was only four minutes long. I know why they do them short like that, but um, I'm gonna actually make a newsletter tutorial for you guys. Uh, 
within this week, in case you do have the GoDaddy products, I'm going to create a campaign. And I'm going to show you what I did and the decisions I made for my newsletter. So, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm up to 125. Hooray, hooray. I was at 125 subscribers last night and going back and forth talking with a young man who's in his dissertation right now needing help help and so i know that there's different people on my channel it's not just writers it's um people at school i probably need to um categorize some of those dissertation tips videos and folders i need to do better i'm going to talk about that in another channel about organizing yourself <laughs> um i'm gonna do that in another day on another episode but I'm going to make a better tutorial. Now, what I decided to do for content, I really wanted to look and see about what other people were saying about content. And of course, the first thing you always see is people will say, add value, add value. And I'm like, okay, so what kind of value can I bring? And you know, that's such a subjective like, thing. Like somebody has subscribed to me, like, it's so cool just to think that. And then, like, what could I bring? What value could I bring? Um, not really sure yet. I'm thinking I'm just going to play around with this and just go with my Holy Spirit thought process on this like I do everything else. And I feel like it just can't go wrong, right? So, for my first one, if anybody has subscribed and you just got that email blast last night at, like, 11 o'clock, um, you got my first email campaign. Uh have a little grace you know you have a little grace period and the thing about it is i subscribe to my own um, mailing list because i wanted to be like the first one to make sure it worked i subscribed a long long time ago and um i'm gonna make sure it doesn't go into my junk folder i'm gonna see what it does i know that's odd but yes i've subscribed to my own website but then I get my own copy, and I get to see it in reader view. Like, I got to see the preview view, but I'm excited to see, like, the reader view, too. Like, opening it up, and then I'm going to save it. They said you could save it as a PDF. I'm going to save it. If not, I'm going to screenshot it, and I'm going to keep record of these in my Google Drive. That way, in case I ever go over to a different platform... And I need to know, like, what was my content? Let's say if I lose the GoDaddy I st and I can't pull up the campaigns anymore, I'm going to have screenshots of what I did to document. So that's a good tip for you guys. That's why I love Google Drive so much. It's got great storage, and you'll be able to document your progress with dates and, and folders and all of that. So, okay, so I digress. So the content. So, of course, you need to do, at the very beginning, a news, like a what's new. So, I did a what's new, and the newest thing is that the sweet potato cover has been revealed, and, good, and it's on Goodreads. So, I made sure that was up there, and I gave them the links. I hope the links work. It looks so odd. It was ridiculous. I do not like the way the text was looking. It was breaking it up. It made me feel like I was doing it wrong. Um, with the hyperlinks and actually when I would do the previews it wouldn't show the hyperlinks so I've got some issues with just trying to figure out this platform but if not you know I know that my readers would be able the subscribers would be able to go type in Goodreads and type it in and, and get me anyway um, and so I did a call to action encouraging them to go to Goodreads um, and hit mark to read put it on their shelf and vote for her for the for the debut 
um, there's like 30 books up for the, the new YA debuts, and it would be great if we could get Sweet Potato at number one because research shows that there are like 25 million people on Goodreads and that they actually do look at these lists. So um, that could be really good as far as promotion goes for me. So and here I was, you know, doing the Goodreads first because I just felt like that would be the newest thing. I could have said all kinds of things of what's new, but... Um, just to keep it short and sweet. The next one was, you know, my favorite April memories. And I love that because I, that comes from my nonfiction side. So I put a picture of my kids in there. And um, that's kind of like a behind the scenes of us going on spring break. And what was my favorite memories of spring break. And that's just for people to kind of get to know me as an author. So that can be your behind the scenes section. When I was researching different ways to do content and which gets the most engagement, it was the behind the scenes work. So that means that in your newsletter, you put behind the scenes that you don't put anywhere else. And that's when I researched Patreon and I built my first newsletter for Patreon, I built an extensive newsletter for Patreon supporters. And it was Bible devotionals, it was um, behind the scenes, it was prayers, it was um, verses, and that is for the Patreon supporters that go on my page. And I've never received any support for it, but I realized that when you do something like that and you have people subscribe, they have to get information that nobody else would get, or why would they subscribe? Like, I thought about that. I was like... You know, I can do some snapshots. I can take pictures throughout the month, and I can add that on. So I'm going to do my favorite memories of each month, of, of things, highlights, standouts of each month. Then I love to be out in nature, and I took a picture of a butterfly. And so there, it's not like I'm the best photographer, trust me. But I was scrolling through my pictures, and I was saying, Lord, you know, what would be my next thing? And, of course, it's got to be a challenge. And so I was looking at all of the different challenges, and I said, oh, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to use the butterfly, and I'm just going to talk about how much I love butterflies. And maybe one day I'll tell them the butterfly story. Um, or maybe I won't. Or maybe I won't put that in the newsletter. But I, I put, I love butterflies. And I talked about uh, their challenge was to go out, document, take pictures of nature, um, and write poetry and all of that. And I told them one of my bucket lists, and I put that in there. Next, I put my favorite podcast episode so far this, this month, and that was the London's Readathon video. And I put that, I listed it, and I put down links to the YouTube video. And, um, I learned how to do the buttons, the active buttons, where you can just click to go to YouTube. Um, and I hope that people will go and support London's Readathon because by doing so, children who are homeless are going to be getting books. And so the, I'm very passionate about that. Of course, you guys know my literacy. That's um, what I do in the daytime, not just a writer. You know, I'm a literacy coach. And, I, and my book, uh, Sweet Potato Jones, my girl is homeless, and she's using books that are worn and tattered in a box in a shelter. And so when I found out that London was uh, reading to give brand new books to children who were homeless in, in California, I was like, okay, listen, 
we got to support her. Not only did I do my own donation, I did a donation in honor of the kids. And then um, I'm going to keep up with London and I'm going to keep tooting her horn. Um, so if you haven't seen that episode with my little nine-year-old sweetheart from across the way, you need to check that video out. So I put London's picture up there and I did a call to action for London. And the reason why I did that is because I got this idea when I was researching that you put like your what's up, like what are some things you're doing. And so, you know what I've got going on, guys. I don't have my events yet, but I've got them planned. So I couldn't put, you know, where I'm going to be next, which that's what would be really cool for you to do is to engage with your audience through the newsletters to tell them places that you're going. But if you're not going anywhere yet like me, you could do episodes, things that you're doing. You could do a blog post. You could link them over to your blog. You could link them to um, any kind of stuff that's, that you've got going on on the internet. Um, post it. Then at the bottom, I put my favorite poem for April. And I think that I'm going to do that. I think that I'm going to go through my collections of work. I'm going to choose the one that stands out to me the most or the one that brings me the sharpest memory or something that stands out. And um, I chose writing about the man on the concrete with his shoe off at the bus stop. And that's the one that I put at the bottom. And I put, you know, my, like, I don't know what I wrote exactly, but it was like my favorite poem out of at the month of April. My favorite original poem out of April. And so I'm going to do things like that. At the very bottom, I'm going to leave them with a poem, a quote, something that is like meaningful to me. And then, you know, you close out. Um, it was that, sounds simple, right? It was that um, thought process that led me to the completion of the newsletter. And after I looked at the final product, I was not 100% pleased. I am a perfectionist. I do like my work, you know, to reveal my brand. I don't feel like it did it necessarily. Um, I changed colors, and um, I just, I, I'm going to contact GoDaddy today just to see if I have options to use Canva. And if they say no, um, I'm also going to investigate MailChimp because I know that MailChimp goes with WordPress. And I have my domain from GoDaddy, so um, I don't know. I might be making some executive decisions within the next couple of months because I have a feeling that the Lord is going to continue to increase that subscriber list just because of my analytics on my website. So it's important that you do analytics. And Sam talks to me about this all the time. For me to be more conscious of it, and I'm not, I don't... I don't set time aside, and I should, but I've been getting some heavy traffic on my website, and the heavy traffic, they're looking, you know, I can't see, like, what pages they're looking at the most. I wish that it would do that. Um, I wish it would show if there are any external links being clicked. All I know is that I'm getting a heavy presence within this past month, and then that makes me think. We'll wonder if that's why we got us a bestseller with Happy Renewal Year because that's on the top of my newest released books if you go to my book section. Um, so, you know, 
there's a lot of things that can go into play. I know that it's greater visibility for me. And I want to treat my newsletter subscribers, you know, right. I did create a special Etsy coupon code, a Mother's Day 50 special, and I gave them the special coupon at the bottom. I forgot to tell you guys that. The reason why I did that is because um, they talk about giveaways. They say in your newsletters, you should try to give do a giveaway, even if you don't have your own book to give away, give away something or give a discount or do something for someone, you know. Um, I don't always have the funds to do these gift card giveaway things. I mean, hopefully I will be, you know, if I continue to get sponsors that I might be able to do some of those um, random giveaways. But I decided on this one to do the coupon code. That was something easy. That means everybody would be able to, you know, if you bought two necklaces, you get 50% off. That way, if you wanted to do a mother-daughter set, or if you've got two, like you had a mother and a mother-in-law, and you needed to get two necklaces with two different Bible verses on it. So I've given them till May 3rd because I'd have to make them and then ship them uh, before Mother's Day. Hopefully, they would get them. Um, so I had to do a cutoff with the coupon. So I did include that um, in the newsletter. So think about newsletter giveaways, and you can research those. I'm going to continue to build ideas for the newsletter. These are just going to get you started. So after doing the research, I really feel confident about taking care of my email subscriber list now that I see that it's building. And I'm quite pleasantly surprised that it is. Um, and just continue to, you know, research, figure out maybe your readers. Um, I'm going to look at the engagement today. I'm going to keep an eye out to see. So the thing about the email marketing campaign with GoDaddy is that it does show the engagements and the clicks. Um, it does do that for you which I think is awesome. I wish the page did that. Um, but this campaign does. So I'm going to keep my eye out on it. You know, Sam's been encouraging me to do better with my uh, quantitative data. And he's right. Um, if I would have known that my email subscriber list was growing like that, I would have been on the newsletter. I, it's just I didn't check it. So you can't abandon that. You can't, like, ignore it. And it's not that I was doing it on purpose. I wasn't, like ignoring it i just didn't click the tab and see um i wish that godaddy if they're listening right now maybe they have a spy on my channel i really wish that they would do you got a new subscriber email or like after a week they would send out a blast and it would say oh you've got 10 subscribers you've got 100 subscribers because if you're going to these platforms and you're not really paying quite a you know, if you're not paying attention to every tab, if you're going on there specifically to do one thing, you're going to miss it. So I came up with this idea that on Saturday mornings, I would make sure that I do a roundabout social media cleanup update. And that's how I did it. That's how I found that I had so many subscribers. And it was by that alone that saved it because I have not checked and done like a cleanup in a while so so now you know it's setting up a Saturday morning it took me like 
lot. A total of 30 minutes to do the social media checks, the cleanups to make sure everything looked good. Did I need to update anything? Um, I did a banner in that time and posted the banner. So I did a lot of work within that like 30 minute round and that's when I discovered, wait a second, I've got subscribers, what am I gonna do now? And so I had to spend Saturday and Sunday researching. I didn't just jump. And I, even though I had a Patreon newsletter built already, I wasn't gonna touch that. I was like, I'm not messing with that on my Canva site because that's for Patreon. And I, I know that if the Lord wants me to have Patreon supporters over there monthly, that they're gonna get this extensive newsletter from me, this Bible devotional newsletter type thing. And I'm like, I'm not going to mess with that. That was what the Holy Spirit had given me just for Patreon. So I knew I had to create something new. I just didn't know what to do. Funny that if I would have found out from the very beginning that I had to use the platform on GoDaddy, I would have saved a lot of time because I was researching, you know, all kinds of other options and really investigating some of these other sites. So that just, you know, if you're using GoDaddy, just learn from me and I could be completely wrong. And so that's where, you know, I tell you research, connect with the Holy Spirit, and then contact people. That third one is important because even if I would give you accurate advice on April the 29th, 2019, on today's date, service agreements can change. The internet is constantly evolving and changing, and services are too. So what they provide now, like as far as pricing and, you know, discounts and this and that and free trials it's so different. So that's why I tell you, you've got to be the one to go out there and contact people. So I'm contacting customer support today. So that's something that I have learned to do better. I've learned to just get online. That's what they're there for. And I'm going to just ask a simple question. You know, can I create a newsletter in Canva, send it to you guys, and then you guys email blast it out. Um, and I'm going to see what they say. Because if they are s'more, I'm, I love s'more. I keep coming back to that. And I think it's because I like using it at work. So I'm going to figure out a way to do s'more maybe. I don't know. I'm still deciding. So that's where I'm going to be in prayer. And it could be all for naught. You know, when I email GoDaddy, there could be like, oh, no, you got to use our, our campaign tools. Um, and if that's the case, I'll, I'll be okay with that for right now. And, but the more that my subscribers grow, and then I start having to move over um, in plans. And I didn't notice that until last night. So that's where my big question mark came up. And I was like, hmm, I need to research this further because uh, I got to find the, the most economical for me. And um, you guys know that I'm on, an author on a budget. So... You know, really think about those. I didn't think about that at the very beginning. But now that I've recognized how important it is to take care of your subscriber list, that is that is something that I should have thought about months and months ago. So, now it's, it's where I've forced my hand and I've got to make some, you know, executive decisions. Do I want to stay with the website that I have been building and upgrading? And people are on and they're finding me. I'm getting heavy traffic. Or do I want to switch? Just use the domain. It doesn't matter. They'll still find me because they're typing in. You know, Jen Lowry writes and they're going. And so 
I love that ease platform though. See how I am? I'm like I'm in a conundrum. Um, I gotta figure it out. And I'll be in prayer about it. The bottom line is that my newsletter just like blasted out to bunches of people last night. And so if you were one of those people that subscribed on my JenLowryWrites.com website, um, you might not want to use mine as a model just yet. And here's what I think. I think you've got to start somewhere. You've got to put something out. And even though I wasn't 100%, you know, satisfied with the content, it was a start. And I, and I don't feel like completely uh about it. I feel good about it. And it asked you after, well, now that, you know, how does it feel now that you're a social media marketer or whatever? And I'm like, scary. It's a little scary because you hear that word, add value, bring value. And so I'm like, well, what I value might not be something they value. So it is what it is. Taking a quote from my best friend. And it's out there. So I'll continue this month. In the well, I got a day left. So my challenge is to continue researching newsletters. If I get some updated information or some ideas, um, I will definitely make another episode. So your challenge is to create a newsletter and start your mailing list. Now I did before how I was going to try to do my own mailing list. I still have that thought process in my mind. Um, I did watch another YouTuber in the past, he he collected his email addresses and he put them in a BCC grouping and he blasted out his newsletter in his own personal email. And so I know you can get away from all of that. It's just like in my busy life, I honestly wanted to hit start campaign and then send. And and I know that doesn't sound like me. I know you're going, what? She used a service? She usually does everything handmade. Well, in this case, I just was, you know, sick weekend, busy weekend. I wanted to try out the platform. I wanted to see what it would do. So I did it. How do I know unless I try it? If I'm not, you know, 100% pleased, when I open up that email today, because I didn't open it up last night because I wanted to sleep, I did not want to have that on my head. I didn't want to pull it up and critique it because it was already out there. There was nothing I could do about it. So I needed like a fresh day to just get over it. If I found mistakes or, you know, Grammarly didn't find any mistakes, but, you know, like if I find something that's, ah, like if the links don't work because I was having like an issue in preview, I don't want to deal with that. I didn't want to look. So when I look at it today, I'll get a better sense of it. And then I'll know, I'll know whether or not I want to continue with the platform. Like I'm usually like pretty good at saying, okay, uh, this, I could do better work. This is fine. Or I can say, okay, this is fine for now. And then I can continue research. So I hope that you guys take on this challenge of the newsletter. There's tons of videos out there on why newsletters are important. Why, why you should take care of your email subscriptions. Um, go on and build your list. And, you know, think of some like fun giveaways or some things that you can do. Some content that you can send them that's special. Create a checklist. Create a behind the scenes. Um, I'm going to be sending a wallpaper. I'm going to create a wallpaper for them that has a verse on it. 
and I'm going to send them a quote. So I'm going to send them a quote uh, wallpaper and a verse wallpaper. Um, that's going to be a short blast that I can create, and it'll just go in as not a newsletter, but as the quotes. I've thought of that. Um, that way I don't have to make extensive newsletters, but they can still get a blast. And then I'm giving them something free that I can create digitally on Canva and put into my GoDaddy image gallery. And then I'll be able to use those as well when I'm making um, my Bible devotional videos as thumbnails. I can use them for um, Pinterest. I can put them on Instagram. I can run a blog from those. And so I'm thinking of ways that I could work um, and still give free things to people in my mailing list, but also be able to extend them out in other ways. So be creative. And you can go to Pinterest and research too. Pinterest has all kinds of author and email lists, taking care of author subscribers. Guys, the research is there. And you go through them. And like, so when I was looking at things, I didn't write down everything all the YouTubers were saying, but I was writing down key points to where I had two pages of notes from Saturday to Sunday. I had two pages for me to consider. That way, when I walked in to looking at that campaign and I hit start, I wasn't just looking at a blank slate. I already had kind of like an image in my mind of what I wanted. You know, I knew I wanted the pictures on the left-hand side, my writing on the right. I knew that I kind of wanted it in that layout. And so I didn't have to sit there and play around with the layouts or any of that. Because I was taking tips from people, from from people that did the newsletter that talked about the block style. You know, just it's easier to read on the email. And if you're looking at phones, you don't want to be going from here to here to here. You, you want to just try to keep it as simple format layout as possible, but still try to keep your brand. Like I was writing tons of stuff down. Um because you don't know like what kind of device they're using to pull it up and you don't want it to look just kind of distorted in all different kinds of ways you want it to look consistent so you don't want to thought of that stuff if i wasn't listening to experts and people who've already been out there pushing their email newsletters successfully so get you some models i'm not ready yet um, for you to look at mine um so, mine's kind of like low-key right now. I will do a tutorial video soon that talks about GoDaddy once I learn it um, a little bit more and just show you how to build the basic campaigns. But I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. Happy Monday. This is my celebration week, so you're going to hear a lot about that. I will be doing some reflections, just some uh, celebrations. We're going to have some Facebook Lives. I did a Facebook Live last night with a Q&A, and I made a video, and I did that podcast from the Anchor video. Um, I've learned how to do that from home, so that way I can um, reach more people. And yay, I got a new subscriber. So that's, you know, it's work in progress all the time. We're our own whips, guys. We just got to keep pushing forward and keep growing and learning. All right, you guys have a blessed one. If you're looking for my challenge devotionals on Amazon, go right on over and type in Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry and you'll see my 30-day everyday mom challenge, my 30-day teacher challenge, fingerprint curriculum for my homeschool families, and one that's closest to my heart is the Happy Renewal Year Challenge devotional. I dare you to go and check them out today. You can also find that they're on Kindle Unlimited. 
because I want you guys to have access. I often put them up for free uh, promotional items. I'll do countdowns. Um, so that way, you can grab one. You can gift them with a friend. You can share them out on your sites. And people can go on this journey with us. In December of 2019, look out for the release of my author challenge devotional. I'm looking forward to that one and sharing it with you. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.